Hey amigos, my name is Krissa and welcome to the All About You podcast. Well, hey everyone, I'm so excited for who we get to start off, kick off this podcast with because it is my very own mama. Um, literally this woman holds the biggest piece in my heart aside from Jesus, but I'm just like blown away because one, she's my mom and she's also my dad. Um, but two, uh, I'm just really hoping that I don't cry during this whole segment. I know she's going to cry, but she's a strong woman. So if any, if any of you know me, a lot of my strength really comes um, from seeing how she models her strength. So same hello to everyone, mom. Well, thank you, darling. That's a nice introduction. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Nina, and um, I'm supposed to talk a little bit about myself. You're, you just retired, and you just I got a did. new home, so a lot of new beginnings definitely you're going into. I know 2020 is a crazy season for a lot of people, but you have a lot of new um, chapters opening up. So New adventure in my life. That's yeah, definite. definitely. She's yes. retired. She used to be a teacher. She's been a teacher since I can remember, so... Yeah, she's one of the smartest women I know. She's like a, literally a, a computer is how I always describe it. Like she's a walking dictionary. There's one word that I really don't know and I just come to her and I'm like, hey, what does this mean? Or I'll call her and I'm like, hey, how do you say this in Spanish? So <laughs> my mom is the smartest woman in my eyes. But, um, you know, you, like I said, you're my mom and my dad. Um, so my number one question is right now. Were you always a believer? Were you always a follower? Were you always a Christian? Well, I was. I I loved God. Mm-hmm. I always, always, since I can remember, I loved, loved with all my heart, God. But I didn't know Him. I knew about Him. Mm-hmm. We went to church when I was little. My parents didn't go, but they would send us to church, and I just learned to fall in love with Him. Since I'm seven years old, and I can remember, I always thanked Him for everything I had. Every day I remember um, going to bed and just thanking him for the day. In the morning, I thank I would thank him for the day. At, at night, yeah, I would thank him for everything that happened. So, yes, but I started being, and I said being because I wasn't a believer, um, becoming a believer, I guess, when right before my husband died. Because we were Catholic was, before. We were Catholic, yes. Oh, yeah, I remember always going to... Um, Catholic Church and even the times where I would point at the cross <laughs> um, but I also my, my sisters had communions I did not but I do remember like um, we did switch over to Christianity that's how I viewed it as a child we switched because um, I didn't really understand it then at that time but uh, so when dad died that's when we started going to faith um, in West Covina and you know dad died when a, a little more like a month after I turned five, right around that time. Yeah. And I don't really remember too much, but you know, you were a widow and do you kind of remember what emotions you had at that time? Like just when everything began, you know, going from a wife to a widow. Well, yes. Um, I'd like to share this one emotion that I had, especially when I was told that he had passed that he was dead. Um, I remember closing my eyes and just seeing before me a still, water ocean it was just 
I was at the sea at the seashore, but there was the vast ocean before me. It was absolutely beautiful blue, and the sky, and um, it was divided by the horizon in a very bright blue tone color. Around me was just sand, and it was kind of a yellowish sand. It wasn't tan. Mm -hmm. It was more yellow. And I remember me before before me a um, castle, a sand castle. I looked at that castle and all of a sudden the wind came and the sand went back to flat. I realized that that was God, that God had taken away my sand castle. My husband was my sand castle. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think you've ever told any of this, this, so this is the first time I'm hearing it. So then I, at that moment I realized that God had taken that away from me and that I needed to worship God above all because he is the one that's in control um, and I, I just knew that it was him I yeah. clung on to him so so much and I became a believer I was on my on my path but at that moment that's when God turned my heart yeah so today we're talking about you know just how my dad um not necessarily how he passed away but just what we went through as a family but more so from my mom's perspective i think later on i'd love to talk about my sisters and my own perspective but basically you know there are people out there who are going through same or similar situations like at this moment or maybe sometime last year whether they lost a spouse or just a loved one and you know being that we're talking about dad's death and you know he took his own life i think a lot of people just tend to feel like it's their fault if it's their loved one like they they tend to internalize it because I know even as a child I somewhat felt responsible for why he wasn't here because I remember thinking well what did I do wrong as like his daughter like did he not like me but you know as his wife did you ever question yourself because of his action I never did um I know that uh, he confessed to me that at 13 and since he was 13 he wanted to take his life but the fact that I came into his world everything changed I in a sense in a very very silly sense I felt like his savior not knowing that I'm nobody's savior um, and uh, I just loved him and I cared for him and I tended to him and um, I was in love very much so so but no no I did not have any knowledge first of all that he was going to do what he did he never spoke about yeah. that again um he never showed any signs of it uh, but then again i was so naive and so absolutely in love that i didn't really pay attention yeah um you know i think the fact that you didn't feel that you know like you didn't take that weight take on that weight because i think a lot of us naturally do um and there's some people that don't just like you that in itself, it just magnifies, I think, you know, how God had covered you in that moment before you actually had that relationship. So I think that that's actually really cool to look at and to hear. Um, but at the same time, for those people who are, like, carrying that weight and, you know, there's... May I interrupt for a bit? Yeah. Um, I did not carry the weight, but everyone around me wanted me to feel guilty. Um, everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I felt totally and completely alone. At that time, we were going to... Um, a Christian family movement through the Catholic Church and uh, there were 12 couples of those 12 couples only one of them showed up at the funeral um, everyone else never called never anything never communicated I tried to reach out but 
nobody was available for me. Um, unfortunately, my side of the family didn't know how to support. We had never had a death in the family, especially of that sort. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, also my husband's family. I thought that at the time we were going to come closer together because both of us had lost someone we dearly, dearly loved. And yet it just turned the other way. Um, there was total separation for many, many years. And I was alone. I just felt alone. Um, one of my sisters was extremely supportive. And I really, really leaned on her. She, um, she's been my pillar throughout, to this day. She has been there for me day and night. And I'm very grateful and thankful to God for her. But um, I knew that I wasn't alone. That I do, did know. I clung on to Jesus like no other, and I knew that if I had no friends, if I had no family supporting me, or people who, who were leaning in to, to help, to guide, to, to just give a little bit of advice, or to even a hug, um, I knew Jesus was with me. I always knew it, and yeah. uh, even though there were times when I didn't feel him, I knew he was there. I would just, I would just say, in my prayers, though he slay me, I will trust him. I know that that's not what the scripture says, but that's what I said. Yeah. Because I was physically alone. And I had my children, praise God, I had my children. They were my pillars, especially my oldest daughter. She was so young to go through that. And I feel for her to this day, for all three of them, but... Just the fact you. that, yeah, just the fact that they were with me and they supported me, I, that, at that time, it was enough for me. Yeah, and I mean, you took on the role of being a, like a father, and to this day, like, I don't remember you dating anyone, I don't remember you going on dates, so you never, like, sought out a human, like, desires, that's how I view it, that's just how I, I like, just received everything but you know the fact that you took on the roles of both parents did you ever feel like there was a time where you just wouldn't make it or did it ever did you ever doubt anything? I well I knew that since I knew that God was in control like I I clung on to his promises and yeah. uh, I would just in a way reveal um, my desires um, for him to be my husband, because I know that in the word it says that when you are a widow, God is your husband. I clung on to that. I clung on to the promises that he has in the Bible. But um, yeah, it wasn't easy. I mean, as far as making ends meet, I had been laid off from my job prior to my husband's death. Even though I, my last day hadn't been until, it wouldn't have been until a month after. So I was allowed to stay on for a couple more months, but I knew I needed to leave. So um, that was a given. And uh, when I took on my new job, it gave me about $900 less per month than I was making. So I knew I wasn't going to make ends meet, but I clung on to God. I just said, God, you're my husband. You're going to provide because your word says so. And I need to cling on to that. And I need to trust you. And I need to walk with you. And so I did. And uh, I was offered a, a job later uh, when I was filing, about to file bankruptcy, I should say. Um, I went to see an attorney and I told him I needed to file bankruptcy because I couldn't make ends meet. But then uh, the following day, he offered me a job. I told him I didn't want to file bankruptcy. <laughs> that was like, not me. But I 
couldn't do it otherwise. So yeah. he offered me a cleaning position in his building, and uh, he was going to give me the difference of what I needed to make ends meet, and that happened. And God again, said. God uh, has shown his mercies, his grace, his provision every single time. So needless to say, um, he's my pillar. Yeah, because I remember, I, I remember growing up, you know, you were a teacher. Um, when I turned five, that's when you started teaching? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I just remember you would teach by day and then by night you, you'd be cleaning offices. And you were always the first one to be up and the last one to go to bed. And I, like, look back now and I'm, ugh, I'm already breaking into tears. But I look back now and... Yes, I felt so, so, I so bad. I just admire your strength. For, I felt so bad for my three ladies because I would come and pick them up at my mom's house and we were going to school near her house. So I'd pick them up at the house, um, get something to eat when we had time. Um, and then I'd take them to an empty office that was offered to me to have my babies there and a television was given to me so that they could be entertained and do their homework and chat with each other. I would check in on them from time to time as I was cleaning the offices and I just, uh, my heart just goes out to them because they endured so much. But oh my I think gosh, through that, you. I think through that they were, um, they were made stronger. I don't know. Well, I do um, always remember watching you pray in the morning. Like, you you go down on all fours. You go down on your knees. Like, that's something you still do. And I just didn't ever understand, like, what is she doing? And then whenever we would make noise, you'd be like, shh, honey, I'm praying. <laughs> it was always funny because even, like, you know, as I started getting older, I, I figured out how to tiptoe a certain way to where she wouldn't be bothered by my footsteps. But the fact that you made it a priority, like, I think little do you know, like, how much that was modeled for me, at least, um, to just rely on prayer, to rely on God, to make that, you know, the strongest weapon for our daily battle. So when did you learn that, like, prayer was, like, your time to just be with God and, and, and that it was an important part of your relationship with God? Well, I started doing it um, again prior to your father's death, but um, I really made it a, a discipline um, immediately after his death. I called it rolling out of bed and going on to force because he is he's everything. I mean, realizing and understanding that God is the one who controls it all and controls my life um, absolutely made me there. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean I'm totally oh god is this and that and he is but what i'm saying is there were times when i didn't feel him there were times when i came to doubt him um and you know there's questions still that i have that doesn't mean i'm you know holy, <laughs> holier than thou but i i know that uh, i need to trust and i need to rely on him um so yeah there were times when i remember being on my face and reaching out with my hands, yeah. going, God, I can't feel you. I know you're there, but I can't feel you. I never asked for a sign, although I should have. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I remember just going there and I would say, though he's lame me, I will trust him because, because I knew he was there, even though I couldn't feel him. And I think that's a downfall of most of us. There's there were times when I wanted to give up. There's what well, there was many, many times. Yeah. Um, but I didn't because I knew, I knew the God is there. Yeah. 
And I think that's so powerful because, you know, I mean, it doesn't, whether, you know, whoever's listening has gone through this situation or has gone through something else where like, you just don't feel God around you or you just feel like you're just alone or you're just going through something to where you're really just trying to figure out, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, I just want you to be encouraged, like, you know, just to pray and pray like you've never prayed before. And he's going to hear you. Like, even if he doesn't answer your prayers at that moment, he's hearing you. He's listening to your words. And, you know, I think it just take courage that like just that commitment and of spending time with God, he's going to reveal to you what is going to happen next. And, you know, the more you seek him, the more everything falls into place. And I think that that's what happened here because I you just moved into your new home now. And, you know, after dad died, we were still able to live in that home that you just moved from. And I think that in itself is, it's, um, it's wild to think about because a single mom raising three kids was able to still financially make ends meet. And, you know, like you said, you always give the glory to God. That's what I always remember hearing. He was like, it's not me, honey, it's God. Like, he always did make a way. So I just love that. Um, a lot of people always ask me too, like, your mom was a single mom. She raised the three of you. She never dated anyone. Is she married? Like, they always ask me questions like that. And at first, I'm just like, I don't understand. Are you trying to pry? But I look back and I am beginning to understand. They're asking, like, how did you do it because of who we are? Like, you know, just who we are. How did you do it? Well, after, um, after it all happened, I realized that I needed to look out for you, first of all and foremost. Three young ladies, and I was not about to bring a stranger into my house. I just, you were my priority. I didn't even think about me, to be honest with you. My priority were my three jewels. Yeah, you were always selfless. My, my ladies, because I didn't want someone giving them values and morals that did not um, meet mine. First of all, I didn't have time to date. I mean, now that I look at it, <laughs> in retrospect, I never even thought of, you know, I need to date. No, I, it wasn't even a, it was never a thought. Yeah. You were my priority. So I looked at you and where you were in life and, and I, I sought the wisdom of God to show me the way to get you to where you needed to be, to become strong adults independent adults because obviously you only had one parent what would happen if I died so I needed to mold and model independence and strength so that you could at least walk the straight path and uh, I was very strict I do remember that I mean I wasn't a softie yeah I remember uh, (laughs) those strict days I couldn't go anywhere but um one question I didn't send you or like tell you that I would ask but I'm just thinking about it right now. Basically, you were talking, we're talking about how much you've been praying and, you know, how much that's the forefront of your foundation with God. But if you were Catholic before and then you, you became a Christian, were you always so, like, was prayer, your prayer life the same way oh, no. when you were a Catholic? No, because it was repetitive before. And then I learned that I could just talk to God as though he was next to me. So yeah. I learned to do that. So to this day, that's how I pray. I talk to God and uh, let Him know. Personalize it. Right, right. But for everything I'm thankful. I mean, I know that my friends, I do um, have friends, we have Bible study together, and they always tell me, Nina, you're always so thankful. You're always so thankful. You're always so thankful. And I think, my gosh, yes. 
we must be thankful. But even when you're hurting, you're thankful. Well, not really. I am thankful that I'm alive. I am thankful that my children are alive. Yeah. I'm thankful that they have health, they have jobs, you know, that uh, we can talk to each other, that we love each other. For so many things that we need to be thankful for rather than just pinpointing the one problem that we are facing that day. Um, and we seek his help and his strength. And that's yeah. how I go on it on a daily. Well, something, I mean, how, how they notice how thankful you are, I think that in itself is one of the most important things that's something um my pastor pastor christian valley rise church shout out woo, woo. um <laughs> but he always tells us you know like he his when he's praying with jesus like he's just always trying to figure out a new thing to be thankful for and you know there's so much we can be thankful for whether it seems like the smallest thing to us it's like one of the biggest things to jesus and i just love how he um points that out you know just to come to God with a thankful heart, a thankful spirit. And yeah, so for anyone who is currently facing like a situation similar to this, whether it's in their past or they're going through it right now, what is something you would like to tell them that could help speak life into that situation? Everybody's life is different. We all go through different uh, experiences mm -hmm. and everybody takes them different. Um, my heart goes out to everyone who has faced something similar. I just want to be a vessel and be used by God and, and speak to those people and support them. Um, I've always wanted to start a ministry for widows, which I haven't done, and maybe it's time. Um, Lord willing. Um, but for those people who are going through it, as painful, as painful, because it is painful, goes to the core of yours, being, um, trust the Lord. It's so easy to say and um, easy to hear. To do, it's hard. But he's there. Trust him. Give it all to him. Don't take any human voices that come to you that are negative. Do not listen to those voices. God has amazing promises. And God speaks life into our lives. I don't believe that we should listen to the negativity of those around us. We need to surround ourselves with people who will elevate us. Who God, will, godly relationships. Absolutely godly relationships. Um, you know, plug into the word, study the word, be in the word. Um, I have made it part of my life, part of my daily life. Yeah. To just trust and walk with the Lord. Um, Jesus is there for us. He's, a, he's an amazing friend. He's, he's awesome. So I don't <laughs> want anybody using the word awesome whenever they say awesome. I say, oh, God is awesome. God is awesome. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> God is awesome. And uh, I, I just say, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him. Yeah. And he oh, will yeah. direct your path to this day. He directs my path. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be a teacher. Never in my <laughs> wildest dreams did I uh, think of retirement. I just never thought about that. Um, so everything that has happened in my life, it was never in my wildest dreams did I think of this. Because I lived day by day by day by day. Um, that doesn't mean I lived and enjoyed each day. What I'm saying is <laughs> I, I lived clinging onto Harder God days, yeah. on a daily. Yeah. And here I am um, looking on to the new chapter and I've just asked God, 
use me god for whatever you want i am here yeah and i you know um people if people are listening whether you're a believer or not a believer you know a lot of the times it's like well, what do you mean be in the word what do you mean read the word like the bible like you know just it's as simple as it sounds to just seek god it, it really is that simple you kind of just open up your heart and, and let your words flow and you kind of just have that conversation and it begins from there but at the same time everyone's walk is different and you know i just want you to be encouraged that whatever it is that you're going through whether it's a season similar to this or if you know someone who's going through something like this that um just stay rooted in in your faith and and there's going to be days where it's easier than others but at the same time like the whole purpose of this podcast is just to remind you that you're not alone and um go ahead yeah i'd like to say something to uh those people who have someone around them not the ones who are going through it but the people who have someone around them Mm -hmm. give them your support just be there for them you don't have to give them wise words of wisdom just (laughs) be there for them yeah just being there in itself speaks volumes absolutely yeah just not not doing life alone um Mm -hmm. but basically i'm just super proud of the mama you are the mama i have to this day my literally every time i'm praying to god i'm like he literally gave me the world's best mom um (laughs) thank you sweetheart i'm just human i'm only human (laughs) i will fail i will disappoint you i know i trust me i've disappointed you multiple times but (laughs) but um i just want to thank you for you know taking the time to just share your experience um and i really do hope that this is impacting someone's life if it's you know only impacting one person's life that's that's what it was created to do so um i'm just excited for someone to hear this and like i said if you know someone that's going through this or if you're going through this share it with them thank you darling i love you very much and uh i pray for this podcast that it just goes (laughs) in immense ways this is only a root or actually a seed that will come into fruition yeah so god will take it wherever it needs to go Anyways, thank you for just taking the time. I love you, Mama. You're the best.